and welcome to Dungeons and Don't Worry About It. And our first little worry, what's wrong with Westberg? Joining me around the table, as will join me until the end of this episode, is... I'm Arthur. I play Forrest Woodman. Um, the only place I exist on the internet pretty much is also the rest of this podcast. What's up? I'm Zach Stenzel playing Stuart Jolly, the friendly librarian. You can find me on most socials as at LittleQuabs, L-A-L-K-H-O-B-S, or check me out on the Foes and Fables podcast and their relevant social medias at Foes and Fables. Hi there. My name is Gavin Slater, and I play Damian Wade here in Westburg. Uh, as for my socials, you can find me on Instagram at Gavin underscore Slater. And last but not least, hey, my name's Mason. I play Matt Powers in this here little worry. Um, you can find me on social media, both in TikTok and Snapchat as Mace Armani. Fantastic. Welcome to Westburg. When we last... Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> when we last visited, Forrest Woodman stood outside the bounds of Westburg town. Disturbed by the eyes and voices beyond, he quickly crossed the train tracks back into the town. He and our other three citizens, Stuart Jolly, Damien Wade, and Dr. Matthew Powers, left the edge of town to check on Dr. Powers' wife, Kiara Johnson Powers, as she had passed out the previous day. On their way to the hospital, the four lads stopped by the local school to pick up Stuart's son, Robert. While at the schoolhouse, Miss Angela Wade, Robert's teacher, as well as Damien's sister and the cousin of Stuart's late wife, Cynthia, gave Stuart Cynthia's diary, which she had given Angela shortly before she died. The diary revealed that Cynthia didn't die. She left the forest after a summons from some lady called Titania. She had passed out in a similar way to Kiara, complete with bruises around her wrists in the shape of train tracks. With that, the four lads quickly rushed to the hospital. Kiara was alive, with those same bruises around her wrists. After a short while, she awoke. She and Matthew had a short but sweet conversation before Kiara went back to sleep. In the meantime, Stuart read through the English and Scottish popular ballads by Francis James Child, looking for clues. He discovered the story of Tam Lynn, which tells of fairies kidnapping people every seven years to pay a tithe to hell. In the book was a note from someone called R.J.P. The lads remembered their school days and being told of the town's founder, R.J. Parnassus. They quickly rushed to his statue. We ended our episode in the underground study they found beneath his statue. In that study, they found a note explaining that the train tracks were a magic circle put in place to keep the fairies out. We begin today's episode approximately 35 years prior. We start in a Whoa. cozy v- uh, We start in a cozy cottage shortly outside of the town proper at the edge of the surrounding forests. In this forest we see a small family, a mother, a father, and their son. The father is a tall dark-haired man wearing overalls and a red and black flannel shirt. He wears his hair long with an equally long beard. The mother is not quite as tall, but still up there. She wears a handmade blue denim dress with her long blonde hair tied up in a bun. Pine Woodman and his wife Ashley watch their young seven-year-old son as he wears a conductor's uniform and parades around the house with a little balsa wood train he carved the previous day. Pine turns to his wife. Well, I will say, it's mighty cute to see him doing that. Ashley smiles and she says, yeah, but... We're going to have to teach him not to do that one day. I know. He's going to have to be a lumberjack when he grows up. But I think this is just something he likes. You don't know that. I'm pretty sure I do. Watch. I'll ask him. Hey, Forrest, come over here, boy. Yes, Papa? Son, what you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a train-go man. All right, run along now, boy. Okay, Papa. Uh, Ashley Woodman gives her husband Pine a serious look. We now move a few years into the future, arriving on a family discussion. That young boy is about to graduate high school. 
Now, Forrest, I know you like the trains, but it's the thing that we do as a family. You gotta be a lumberjack. But, Papa, I just, I wanna be a conductor. I, I can understand that, boy, but, I mean, your name's Forrest Woodman, not train conductor, man. It's, it's what <laughs> we do. You know, you make a good point, Papa. I guess Forreston is kind of what I'm named for. Yeah, but hey, keep this in mind. Forreston's not a full-time, full-time-of-the-day kind of job. You can just ride that train whenever you like. That is true, a papa, a papa, papa, English, sorry. <laughs> Forrest, <laughs> when you went to bed that night- Forrest is not passing English. <laughs> He just spoke Irish. What a faux pas. <laughs> also, Zach, I can hear you a little bit of feedback on your side. Oh, okay. Forrest, when you went to bed that night, you felt something off deep inside. Not like a sadness, but like something bad happened far away. True to what you said to your father when you finished up high school, you went ahead to become a lumberjack, tending to the forests and the creatures. It's been a good life, though... You never got around to taking those trips on the train, as your father suggested. We now return to the modern day, with the four of you stood in a study surrounded by notes on fairies and how to deal with them. What do you do? I read them. Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, the need last, to the read last thing we, heard, we read was, uh, it was that the, someone was supposed to be on, like, on the train, no? Like, there was supposed to be a conductor, but something happened to him? I can't remember. Is it, like, the, the train going around and around and around and around? Um, right. Yeah, but so the, the train hasn't been going, yeah. like, for a while. So well, the, it didn't go around today. The note said that the uh, train has to go around uh, daily in order for the magic circle to be re-upped, so they need to have a train driver mm -hmm. always. But... Right. So, are you guys going to investigate and read some of these additional notes? Oh, yes, for please. sure, for sure. Can yeah. I get some checks, please? I'll I head will, up an investigation check. I will assist you. Yeah, you're just not going to take my number. You know my luck with dice by now, <laughs> gentlemen. I'm just saying. So, uh, Zane, real quick, if I'm assisting him, is, does that just mean he has advantage, or do I roll as well? Um... So if you were to try to assist him, you would have to make a related ability check, and if you roll high enough, he get a re he gets to re-roll a one. Oh, period. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm using detailed viewing, and then I'll roll it. That's a five. Okay. I got a seven. A nice. seven. Did anybody else roll? I did. You know, it's been a slight headcanon of mine that Forrest is only moderately literate. And the dice agree with me, because that's a solid one. <laughs> yeah, Forrest, you're surrounded by books. I mean, these are just already chopped I, uh, trees. I, like, I, I have the, nothing to do I here. Take the book that's in, I, I take the book that's in Forrest's hands, and I turn it right side up. You know, down. that looks up. That picture is right side up this time. Thank you very much, Mr. Yeah, just Wayne. right there, buddy. Yeah, I got you. Okay, so you guys. Uh, yeah, of course. You guys, you guys look around, and you, there's a lot of books on the subject. I'm going to list off what... Damien, what you find first, you find a bunch of tips and tricks that might be helpful. Um, you find out in one book, it is underlined that if these fairy folk are trying to uh, be hard to see, if they're obfuscating themselves, if you put a wash of marigold water around your eyes, it'll let you see them. Uh, you find that oh. bells supposedly have a protective effect, and also... You see this in a number of different sources, underlined a lot in all of them, is that bread can be used as a fairy protection. <gasps> and the last thing that you find is that St. John's wort, it is a bush, uh, can it's also a be, it's a shrub, is it also a, can herb, be, really. also can be used for protection against fairies. Stuart, you put your literary mind to work, being a librarian, and you... Recatalog his entire library. Well, you go through a lot of these books <laughs> quickly with your librarian speed reading. And Damien is looking at a lot of the just books proper, but you start looking through the notebooks. And you find a note that was 
stuck on the outside of a notebook that got buried under a stack. Likely, mm. this note was taken, and he was like, very important, and then he did a bunch of other work, and it just got put under. But I will read this note to you now. I'm putting assurances in place, as there are a few kinds of people we need to have always in the town. They will keep the citizens safe. We must have someone to drive the steam locomotive. This will keep the spell as strong as the day it was laying. We must have a baker so that the citizens have ready access to that vital protection against these foes. I doubt this one is fully necessary, but it is best safe than let chance wreak havoc. Lastly, we must ensure a guardian of sorts, someone to keep a keen eye to know if something is coming in the forests. These foes work in consort with the natural world, but twist it so this guardian must know what should be in the forest. These other jobs can be any citizens, but the guardian, I think, must be taught from birth to know about the forest. Alder Woodman is a fellow with much knowledge of the woods. It shall be his family. And that is the note you find. Oh my goodness. Oh. Forrest, you're so important. <laughs> Forrest, meanwhile, is picking a booger with his pinky finger, staring into like the middle distance. <laughs> I'm what now? Extremely vital. I know. To this it's because I work out and eat a hearty breakfast. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think our next move is probably, uh, man, I, I have no idea. What, what do you guys think? I mean, we got to find the train first and foremost, right? I mean, yeah, maybe we should get ourselves some bread and some of that other stuff so that we I can think see what's really going on. That that's a great idea. Wash. Mm -hmm. As you guys have this conversation, you hear outside mm. a sudden, loud crack. You it's rush out. So dramatic. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, let's run up there. You rush outside to see dark skies. It was Ooh. a perfectly clear day. But now, crack! Another flash of lightning comes across the sky. This one hits the ground some 40 feet off. You guys Dang. aren't meteorologists, but you get the sense this is not a natural storm. Well, it's real weird. It's hitting the ground and not like the tall stuff, you know? This is bad. <laughs> Why'd you mock him like that? <laughs> oh, I wasn't. I was just agreeing. Oh, that this okay. is bad. Uh, Stuart has worked um, very hard yeah. to get rid of his southern accent, but in terror, it <laughs> yeah. just brings it out. <laughs> Bingo. Um, from behind yeah, you, this ain't natural. from behind you, you see the doors of the uh, city hall open up, and the mayor, Reginald Jacobs, rushes out with his assistant beside him. Good Lord! Mr. Uh, Mayor! Yes, you four, did you find anything out that can help us? Short answer is yes. Uh, I don't know if we have time for the long answer. I'm not going to lie to you, sir. Well, if you listen back to the previous three <laughs> episodes, you might have a bit of an idea. <laughs> yeah, you can just look it at our Spotify channel. <laughs> Shameless plug. What? Um... Longer story shorter, sir. We need to get some bread. We need marigold and uh, Saint uh, John's. Remind me, what were the other ones? Oh, forest. Thank you. How do you know that? Herbs. I yeah, know those guys. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Good lord. Do you know where we could find some of those? That's so true. Well, some of them, yes. I'm reminded of something. Yeah. Uh, oh. Provision, if you will, that every mayor has to read in Westburg. I thought it was poppycock. Fairies and whatnot, all rubbish. But it must all be true. And he will um, uh, reach on his lapel, and he's got a little pin of office. Uh, every mayor of Westburg wears one, and, he, and it's a little... It's a metal. sewing pin. A sewing pin of office. <laughs> no, it is a little metal fir tree. And he uh, oh. takes it off, buttons it, and holds it out. This is a cold iron amulet. Uh, every mayor of Westburg since oh. R.J. Parnassus has worn one daily. I thought it was merely symbolism, but you might find good use for it. 
Oh, Great. thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Does that Certainly mean like that, we yeah. are thank collectively you. the mayor now? No, I, I will need that back. <laughs> you have yeah, no authority. You merely have some form of protection. Um, oh. uh, let's see. Well, you know where to get bread. Um, we have a bell. He points up to the top of uh, City Hall where you see a tall bell tower. I'll just start ringing it. Hopefully that will do something. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I don't great. think I can stick that in my pocket. Maybe, yeah. maybe in the back of my pickup truck? No, but it probably oh. needs to ring, and it would perhaps take too long to take down. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's right. absolutely yeah. fair, yeah. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. Um, I think we need to perhaps split up and grab the items and then reconvene and then head for the train yard, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. could reconvene at my um, place because I've got, like, I think, I think that's a great idea. Where I'll probably have marigolds around the tomatoes and St. John's word around, like, the pavers or whatever cool okay perfect that's a great idea um i guess i think we should tell Stuart everybody we'll head to the bakery <laughs> <laughs> great we should tell everybody like turn out their junk drawer because like everybody's got like a small rinky dinky bell in their junk drawer i feel like you know mm-hmm. you know the one yeah. like with a little well, green ribbon we, we on have, it you know yep yeah we can have the mayor spread that message while yeah, we go yeah. collect our supplies absolutely all right so Stuart and Damien. Stuart and Damien going for the bakery. Forrest, oh, yeah. Dr. Powers, where are you guys going? You want to head back to my house? Like, while they're getting, like, bread, I can start a pot of coffee while we make some marigold water. Oh, dude, I, I need some coffee right now. Let's just head to your house. Yep. Hop All in right. the pickup. So, we start with Stuart and Damien. You guys run to the, mm. run to the bakery. You rush in the door past a bush of St. John's wort. Growing out front. Oh, perfect, right? While it is storming and hectic outside, in the bakery, Mm -hmm. you find some solace. The storm outside rages on, but in here, it is softer and quieter. Joanne Jones stands at the counter, a stern and serious look on her face as she looks through the window at the storm behind Mm -hmm. you. If you didn't know her... You'd swear she was a general from the way she glares at this storm. Jeff Jones is busy in the kitchen pulling a tray of breads from the oven. Wait, her husband's here? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes he is. Okay. Actually, I don't think we've ever said in episode about that. (laughs) Yeah, oh yes. Uh, Um, That's perfect. Anyway, um, okay cousin, talking to Stuart. Uh, I'm going to go grab that marigold real quick and I'll be right back. Great. Uh... I go and grab Joanne. It. Joanne, I need as much bread as you will uh, give me, please. Well, I figured something was up. I tell you, I got a weird feeling shortly after y'all left me early today. And she reaches underneath the counter. Yes, this is. Carry on. I was say, yeah, this is the truly weirdest few days I've ever had. Uh, something is wrong in Westburg. <laughs> Damn it, you got it before I could. Um, she reaches below the uh, counter and pulls out uh, two baskets. And she and Jeff start loading them up. And she pulls out a little, uh, set to the side, a little, um, it, it's like, a, it's a circle with a, it's so, mm. This is made out of bread. It's like breadstick. It is a uh, circle with a star woven around it. Whoa! And is it like then an Olive it's, Garden breadstick. It, it's no, like, like the world's most fancy challah bread. You know those. Uh, you know those. Oh, um, maybe not the most fancy, <laughs> but like up there. You know those. Uh, those thin breadsticks, the rubbish ones. It's one of those. Mm. Oh, the ones that the like the crunchy oh, ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, yeah. They feed the crunch instinct, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, uh, I come back in with my marigold, <laughs> but I realize now that I forgot to get a bag, so I just have it in my hands. Uh, it wasn't marigold out front. It was St. John's Wort. But that's got a lovely oh, yellow one. flower on it, so you should be fine. Cool. Um, I'm going to... Um, excuse me, could I borrow a bag from y'all? 
just, sorry, that image As to I'm me. I'm covered in dirt with uh, the flowers in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I promise this will all make sense later. We just are in a little bit of a hurry. She's just. Yeah, I'm so sorry. She eyes and you I for. Put them down, and I grab her hand, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I, I will explain this to you. I promise. She, I will be back. She uh, eyes you suspiciously, and just reaches under the counter and pulls out another basket for you to put it in. Thank you so much. And I kiss her uh, hand and then I, I put it in the, in the and bag she, and then I give her husband a hug. And I, <laughs> she also hands you, I, Damien, she hands you oh, yeah. the little pin of uh, the breadstick pin because there is a little pin in it so you could pin it on your shirt. Oh, thank you so much. And I'll, I'll put it on there. <laughs> she winks and she goes, it's because you're a superstar. Oh, well, thank you. You know, usually Don't I wouldn't say this, but today feels a little weird. Oh, actually, never mind. Stuart, what were you saying? I just said, don't feed his ego, and I shove him out the door carrying nah, my multiple baskets of bread. <laughs> y'all stay Thank safe so out much. there. Doing our best. I'll be back. I'll miss you. <laughs> uh, as you guys exit the bakery, you see mm-hmm. a dark cloud rising towards the forest. And well, we move to Dr. Powers and Forest Woodman as they draw closer to this dark mm-hmm. cloud. You guys are at a slightly different angle, the one closer up, and you can see that this is not a dark cloud. This is a swarm. If you look closer, you, you can see... Saying, if you want to kill me, you could just say that. <laughs> That's what I'm just saying. First my wife, now me. T-P-K. What did I ever do T-P-K. to you? <laughs> so, as you look closer, you see this swarm is not of birds or of bees or of hornets, or wasps. No, you could say it's a swarm of tiny humanoids. And it is heading into town. Terrifying. So, um, one of my skills is whistling. And I've never put that to any sort of use. But was I taught in, as like a wee youngster any sort of like charms of whistling of like protective like whistle this if you feel like you're being followed by something small that you can't see so no no i will say you would (laughs) you would have been taught a number of um (laughs) bird songs and that sort of thing but and if you if you tried really hard you could sound like a bell i don't Um, think that's within my wheelhouse even if whistling is i think i'll just let them be all right (laughs) cool Wait, what are the herbs you guys have to get? I can't remember. Marigold and St. John's wort. But you have St. John's wort. Mm-hmm. I do. And I'm probably oh, growing okay, tomatoes, so. so I'm probably growing marigolds around them to keep the tomato hornworms at bay. Cool. Um, do you look to see specifically which direction the swarm is flying, or do you just sure. move past? Yeah, I'll keep an eye on it. Okay, roll for me a check. I have no aqu- uh, relevant skills. I'm not going to roll that one. That's the one that screwed me over earlier. Let's grab this dice. And that's a solid six. So a I think six. I can tell. Hey. Uh, Real yeah. good at looking at the cloud there. You can tell with certainty from the way they uh, m- are moving that this murmuration of fairies is heading to the hospital. Well, the mm. moment we get in house, I am. we are ringing the doctor. All right. So, you guys head to Forrest's house, and out front you have uh, a nice little vegetable garden with tomatoes, and nearby you have some marigold. It's them orange and yellow ones. You grab those, I'm getting the phone. I'm going to just dial up the hospital straight away. Right. Uh Um, Did we, Zane, did uh, Stuart and I also see, like, the direction that that swarm, or, like, as we got closer to forest house um you probably would have started to be able to check to see where it's going yes if you wanted to okay, roll for cool, it you cool. would you know i would love that okay uh, shut up siri <laughs> so i don't know if you guys can hear that i can't <laughs> i'm assuming that siri is one of like the pixies and it's equipping some <laughs> oh, really yeah, exactly. nasty stuff so uh, in my ear, like, you uh you pick up the phone 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 the phone. Uh, you pick up the phone, lad. You pick up the phone and you call uh, Dr. Michael Green. Uh, hey, Forrest. What's going Lock on? Lock up the hospital right now as quick as you can. Doors, windows, don't let a little a nick of opening in. Uh, We've got some trouble on the way and we need to be locked up tighter than a snail's asshole. 
Sorry, it's a turtles. <laughs> I'm mixing my metaphors. It's a little hectic. Um, <laughs> sure, I, I, I can do this. Is is something going immediately, on? Immediately, doctor. Immediately, it's bad stuff. Uh, he he he. Uh, you hear him sort of lean away from the microphone and shout out to a couple people. We can't hear because it it's muffled. But you're assuming to uh, do this, and he comes back to the phone. All right, uh, what's going on? Can you do you know anything? Um. You can call the mayor if you need details. Have you gotten any news on that iron infusion? Um, no, we haven't, but... Uh, Start it quick. There's and something get it on about... Because it's cold. I don't know if that's how it works, but cold iron is something the mayor said, so you can give it a go. There's something about her tattoos. What? They're not bruises anymore. They're hot. They're tattoos. Of a butterfly on a black. I know. It's, it's ever going all the way days. up her arm. Up Isn't her arm? that not your wife? The train track tattoos. They are no longer bruises, they're tattoos, and they go up her arm. That does explain why you said tattoos and not bruises. Yes, it does. Have you start that infusion, Doctor? <laughs> I don't know if it'll do nothing, but start it. Yeah, we we already did. It did immediately it did that immediately afterwards. Oh, that's not good, I don't think. Alright, well, uh Yeah, lock everything up tight. If you got any I know you're like all the medical pills and stuff, but like if you got St. John's wort Tied to the doors, tied to the windows. You what? For, force, I gotta go. Okay, click. Bye, doctor. I, oh. Um, I'm gonna walk in and ask, uh, do you guys think we should yeah. try and fortify the hospital first? It is at this time that Stuart and oh. Damien arrive at Forrest's cottage. Oh. My bad. Oh, yeah, the hospital? Oh, I, just, I just got off the phone with the doctor. They're doing it now. Uh, Oh, okay, good. Dr. Powers, your your wife's bruises became full arm tattoos. I hope you don't mind that your wife's got sleeves. Um, I don't think she had much choice in it. Not necessarily. I mean, as long as it's not hurting her, I think it should be fine. But yeah, they, they should be locking, locking that thing up tighter than a turtle's beehole. Um, okay. So do you think they'll be safe while we head to uh, fix whatever's going on? Or Lord we... knows. Well, all right. Might as well just hurry. Yeah, Let's get going. gotta treat the source and then. All right. Yeah, take out the sickness, not the symptoms. I agree. So where do you guys so we go? Put the we put the marigold stuff on our eyes. Yes, is what we read yeah, about. I mix it with yeah, some I water. That's what it said. I, if we just get like a spritz bottle right, and great. like close our eyes and get our faces, I think we'll be good. Okay. Great. So uh, I, I guess we'll do take that some time. We leave. I agree. Yeah. yeah, and keep a bottle on us to top up with. You know, if someone starts going Smart blurry, resquirt. I'm, I'm assuming, Forrest, you have the necessary tools to get that done? Like a squirt ball? Yeah, sure, I got some. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, that works. Cool. Uh, yeah, roll for me a check about mixing stuff. Would Anybody or just uh, Forrest? Forrest? Does this count as model kits? No. No, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta try. None of my skills are used for these things. That's fair. Well, that's another dice that has betrayed me. <laughs> But it can't be that hard to mix it. Like, I mean, it's a one, but I'm oh, making dear. water out of marigolds. Yeah. So, do I spill um, the water? Can I use my it? leadership? Can I use my leadership to tell him how he should uh, put it in the thing? Yeah, you can go ahead and roll and a leadership. Roll yeah. Well, if you succeed on your All leadership right. roll, uh, that is a four. Okay. Yeah, you can re-roll that one. <laughs> I don't think a two is much better. <laughs> God. <laughs> so, um, so direct sorry, me again. <laughs> so it takes longer. It's, it's actually funny because what happens is um, you go to do it, and then Stuart's like, "Now, Voris, look out!" And then I look up at him, and then miss. You drop one of the bottles you had to fill on your thumb, bruising your thumb, and yep. as you shake and do that, you spill the little mug of it that you had brewed. Um, if y'all don't mind, we can just get it off the floor and put it on our faces. <laughs> it's it's not the cleanest, but we are in a hurry. We do have more. That, you know. Yeah, let's mix up some more, I guess. Alright, let's just roll fast roll that. Bags, so. Another roll? Uh, do you... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You, you'll be fine. Okay, good. Yeah. So you guys, you guys, <laughs> mix, you you guys mix up some marigold water. I don't know what it smells like, but it smells of a smell. It like has marigolds. a distinct one. Yeah. Um, and you apply that to your it eyes. like yellow. Um, as you do, you feel a subtle tingling on the area of skin where it touches, and then you blink a second and your eyes water, 
And then they clear. I'm allergic. Yeah, I think I, I think we're having a bit of a reaction. <laughs> Woo. Cool. Tingly. What do you guys do? Uh, the train tracks, no? I guess. Like, we need to head to where the train is stationed? Uh, here's my my worry. And not mm -hmm. to dilly-dally. Is it little or big? Uh, <laughs> just a little worry. I okay, think okay. the spell has sort of already failed, you know? Like... Uh, don't we don't we fix that by re-upping the no, spell? No, no, I think, like, in the first place, like, fundamentally. Because if the spell was working, oh. then... Mrs. Dr. Powers wouldn't have the tattoo arms and seven years ago, Stuart, your wife wouldn't have done left us. Like, mm. the spell ain't doing its due. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, the tracks is going around and all that, but I think the spell fundamentally itself is broken, like the way it was put together. Now, I mean, I live in the woods, I'm not like a spell dude, right? I might just be misunderstanding mm -hmm. how it works. Like, mm -hmm. none, I have my skills are whistling and woodcraft and model spells is not on that list of things I get to add a roll a mm -hmm. nut to my dice rolls, you know. Right, right. <laughs> but I think I think we have to come up with another way. I don't know what that okay. is. Like the tithes is going to hell, so maybe we might have to go to hell itself, gentlemen, and say, "Well, you ain't getting your due. You're getting our due." But oh I don't think that uh, are we equipped for that? I don't. <laughs> so, I would like, if possible, mm -hmm. to use my fairy tale magic to Hell tell yeah. us the best place to go. Okay, so I forgot about that. You use your fairy tale magic, and you think about everything that you've learned over the past two days. You think about your wife, how she left seven years ago. You think about. All the information that you learned, that you gathered. And you sort of, you get caught lost in the days. And you step outside. And as you're thinking, you think, I know everyone in Westburg. I don't know who the conductor is. That's a thought that occurs to you. And you also think... Mm. He said he put assurances so that there was someone in town that had sev of these three categories. Baker, driver, and a forest guardian. But he also said that the forest, guard that the forest guardian was of a specific family. So the question comes to you. What would happen if whatever was causing someone to be born wanting to be a certain thing was tampered with and then the person who was wanting to be the conductor was born into the family of the guardians? Well, then when the previous conductor died, there would be no new conductor. And now that you think about it, you've never seen the train. You just know that it exists. And that is what I will leave you with. Oh, shit. Forrest, we got to get you on that train. Yeah. I mean, I've been meaning to take a ride for Hank forever, but I don't know if today's the day. Well, buddy. I don't know if now's the time for joy rides. Is it? I think now's I exactly think, the time for joy rides. I think this is not only a joy ride. This is a save the town ride. I can give it a go. All right. I'm going to disperse the baguettes. <laughs> Everybody take a baguette sword. Yeah, sword yes. I'll hold it on my shoulder. Like some fey like princeling with like this epic so mace so like, weapon. Quick, quick question, like, right? Baguettes. Sure. So like he just said, apparently we now have baguettes, which tech <laughs> sorry, technically can be like weapons of swords. Sure. Can we actually use this as a weapon like we do in the other We're podcast? about to find out. It's up to you. You're holding a baguette. If something comes close to you, can you can hit it with it. Like bread, bread bullshit. Right. Are these Should two get more like dice warm and soft and <laughs> no. fresh? Still D6s, Mace. <laughs> I gotcha. All right. Oh, cool. I'm about to love this. Um, so wait, it's uh, north northwest is the train, right? The Like where it's housed? The train station? Uh, the train station is a little bit, is actually in town. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. It's um, it's like on one of the sides let's of the town, see. but yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right, I'm going to check in with everybody. We have the bread. We have the marigold around our eyes. And then what was the last thing for again? St. John's work. I'll smack him with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got just hit him, right? <laughs> I feel like, is that, we didn't would say, you, it said. Would you book, like right? to draw a conclusion based upon earlier information that you are not thinking of right now? Um, I would like to, yeah. Okay, then. skills? No, is I'm just, talent? I'm asking, so I mean, that's, that's do you want me to answer your question? Mm. Roll for me a check. Just roll for me some sort yeah, of knowledge cool. check. I'll roll. I'll roll. In fact, no, specifically, yeah. roll for me a detailed viewing. Oh, period. Okay. Oh, uh, that's a six. Six. When you walked into the bakery, when you walked into the bakery, mm-hmm. it was great. You didn't feel any of this storm. And what did the bakery have out front? St. John's War. Oh, you think Saint maybe John's. it's some sort of protective barrier? I agree. Okay, how much of it do I have? Uh, you just grabbed like one basket full. <laughs> Shit. Well, we could always <laughs> okay. like swing by the hospital because I mean it's on the way there. I want to. I want to surround the hospital in, in the St. John's. I think that's what I want to yeah. do for sure. Hop in the pick them up. Let's get on there quick. Cool. So let's do it. I'm gonna delay. On delay. I think we go by the bakery and we steal it all. I mean, let's let's hit the hospital well, I mean, first and give them. Do you a have ring. any forest? I'm, well, I, I mean, would, to surround I, I the hospital. I think I would, but let me ask the GM if I do have any. Okay, okay. Sure. Like, surely I've got some in the herb garden, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Don't cool. call me Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we What's have wrong some. with okay. airplane? Um, you have some uh, St. John's Wort, absolutely. Yeah. Great. I think we put it at all the entryways, right? Like, because mm-hmm. that's how that works, right? Honestly, yeah, we could hang some from the eaves and what. Do they have eaves on the hospital? This one does. Then we'll hang it from the eaves. Great. Yeah, let's get on going. Yeah, let's do it. And then we just essentially like make a protective barrier around the hospital because that's what those little fairy things are. Oh, crap. Those are still on the way. We need to get going. Yeah. You, I would okay. pedal that metal, man. You guys head to the hospital. Let's do it. You arrive to wow. a hospital under siege. Hold up, hold up. I have a skill that applies to this. I will put my pedal oh. in the metal and can I arrive? Can I roll on arriving at the nick of time? Because that is explicitly my talent. <laughs> oh, Ooh, let's God. roll for it. Let's roll oh for it. Oh my God. All right. Oh, shit. Which dice has screwed me over the least this entire time? Let's go for the pale white snow dice. See what it do. That's a four plus three, seven. Hell yeah. You arrive to the fairies. hospital. You see a swarm of fairies incoming. And out front stands, in his doctor's coat, with his little doctor thingy on his head that I forget what they're called. Uh, scrub cap? No, the little thing with the circle on it that shines the light. Whatever. He's got a scrub cap on. A flashlight. No, you know the, like, the metal disc? Oh, like the old time Yeah, he's got the metal disc. Like Dr. Mario. Yeah, yeah, he's got that on oh, his head. Oh, oh, yeah. I see what you mean. Uh, and he does, yes, have a stethoscope out around his neck. And he stands out there with a baseball bat to his side, eye on the storm. I'm going to go ahead and be like, I'm just going to splash some marigold water in his face and say, there you go. Oh. <laughs> Well, I don't know what that was for, but... See and stuff. Now... He blinks for a second. Ah! My <laughs> eyes! And they... Ah! Oh! Well, now I can see. Again. I mean, I could see before, but... Thank you? Now you can really yeah, see. Yeah, now you can see. I'm gonna just grab one of our things of St. John's work and just kind of smear it like a green <laughs> ooze sort of thing mm-hmm. on his baseball bat while he's holding it. And be like, this is... On him? No, on his baseball bat. So when he whacks it, it can oh. do extra. Okay. Huh. Now, doctor, Smart. can we put on our bread? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's yes, harder to smear can... things into bread than it is to smear things into wood. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah. Unless no. you got it on butter. Yeah. I guess if we have like a whole like extra basket of uh, St. John's wort from the whole gathering up mine and the baker's, if we give them a basket... Can we just be like, put this around the hospital and at the door of every patient room? This is a big hospital. We can't put it out every patient room. This is one basket. We'll you have eight rooms, Just the doctor. entrances. Just the That's entrances, That's not though. big. 
That's you can fair. stick one sprig in front of each room and they'd be good. <laughs> All right. He Well, if he puts it on the entryways and then on the window seals, that should be good enough, right? Probably. I don't know. Y- yeah. I don't think so. Does this qualify as woodcraft? To put it at the windowsills? No, like knowing if it's windowsills and <laughs> doorways because it's an herb in the woods. Uh, no. Okay, fine. All right. Well, we just got to hope it works. Yeah, yep. Every door, every window. And if you got spare, each room mm-hmm. door too. All right. He okay. uh, opens the door, calls for a nurse, and she comes out and he relays the instructions. I'm not going to say the whole thing again. I'm uh, splashing more should, marigold water in her help. face too. Right. See? Yo. Ow, oh what the hell? And so you Forest. can see. I can already see. I've got no, but like see, see. Look in the sky. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. You're welcome. Uh, all right. Oh, you, you guys um, said that we all. Well, I think I vote that we all like pr- like make sure the hospital's good first, and then we head out. No, because I mean, yeah, Doctor Power's wife, extra feet, extra hands, getting that stuff spread around the edges. All right. Well, yeah. As you guys begin laying the Saint John's Ward, mm-hmm. they begin to come. You see, you look over <gasps> to see Doctor Michael Green as he starts swinging. His baseball bat at fairies, knocking him out of the sky. I have a question. Does the St. John's word on the baseball bat, instead of like the baseball bat making contact, it just like force pushing them away from the bat? Yeah, kind of. You, you yeah, can see does, every, every time work? it impacts, you hear like a... <laughs> and a, a little short burst of light comes out as he hits each one. And you hear, oh my God. You, you hear him behind you say... I took an oath to do no harm, but I don't think you motherfuckers count. Uh, as he starts... <laughs> Jesus Christ, Dr. <laughs> <laughs> um, as he smacks these guys out of the sky. A curse word has never been uttered in Westburg. Yeah. That was the first one. <laughs> wow. Well, it's the second one, because if you remember, I accidentally said the A, the a word earlier. Oh, oops. I, okay. I done goofed it. So <laughs> okay, so do we get finished? Uh, yes, you got the spread everything around. Doors and windows covered. Yes. Sweet. Okay. All right, y'all. Um, I, I think if everything if everything's safe here, does it or, or Zane? Does it look like they are like? Are is anyone entering the hospital? Like, does it look like it's working? What we try well, to do? Well, currently, currently, Doctor Green is covering the entrance. Mm-hmm. So, what about all the windows? They're not getting pa- like, They're not getting in the, the windows. It's hospital windows. They don't open. Well, yeah, but just in case True. they could like barrel through or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and, no, they're they're all going for the door. And currently, currently, Doctor Green is mm-hmm. keeping them at bay. We'll also put like a little bundle, okay. so even if he like ceases to keep them at bay, they'll be like, "Aha, we've yeah, beat the, the doctor. The now we can get in." Boomp! Ah, dang it! And then they'll give up and go oh. away. Yeah, I think that's the idea, right? Because, I mean, he doesn't need to be out there. Like, what if he dies or something? Like, yeah, you know, there's like, no... If he gets get injured, inside. who is going to treat him? Yeah. Exactly, there's, yeah. And then, oh, and then who's going to treat everybody else? Yeah, exactly. To take okay. care of others, you got to take care of yourself. Put your mask on, the airplane mask thing, <laughs> that's good. before you help the people mm-hmm. around you. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Forrest and I are going to try and pull him inside the, get, in the hospital. Go on, get inside, doctor. Lock that door up. Are you guys good? Yeah, oh yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Right, Every, you guys should be safe. He he runs inside and shuts the door then. Do we have small bread rolls in yeah. our basket? Yeah. I'm going to take one out and just take a pot shot at one of the pixies <laughs> just for the hell of it. Roll for me a check. <laughs> this is not woodcraft or whistling. This or is none of your skills. Yeah, no, this, this, is none of this is a straight roll. This is a straight roll. A roll? I, I need to stop rolling this dice. That's a one. A one? Yeah, you just throw a roll of bread. Boom, boom, boom. That's it. So that's <laughs> how the bread works. Can no, I try not. and throw um, three of them with my juggling skill? Oh, yes, nice. you can. Yes, I knew this wasn't a useless skill. <laughs> that is a nine. A nine? Nice. Oh, dude, oh my that's god. A six plus my three juggling. So, for this moment. You, th- you take three little bread rolls. And you chuck them at this cloud of fairies. And you get a watch as each one hits a fairy, carries it through, hits another fairy, 
carries it through, oh, collateral. hits another fairy. You aim this so perfectly Dang. that and each oh. bread roll hits like five or six fairies and just oh, that's what's up. It's and a they fall massacre. out of the sky. The bear claw oh. massacre. Like and chainsaw massacre, but bear claws and pixies instead of a weird chainsaw man and like college girls. Arthur, when you saw me giggling earlier when I was writing it, that was the moment that I was giggling Were you about. Hoping this was gonna I was hoping for someone to throw it at one of them <laughs> and succeed. Yeah, dude. Oh That's my awesome. god. I just have the visual of the close up of a fairy mm-hmm. fully folded in half as it gets hit in the stomach by just a roll of bread. Oh, good shit. That's what I'm here for. That's actually the whole reason I was invited to be in this little arc is to throw bread at a fairy. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, hey, and for anything, and I'm like, glad okay, I invited so I you for that. You here, and at some point, you need to <laughs> um, bread a fairy. Like, you've got to. That's you why I'm bringing yeah, you I didn't on. define it. I just said bread a fairy. I didn't tell him what that meant. Yep. Lovely. Um, I took it in a very wholesome way. <laughs> hey, Zane. Batter yeah. and fry it. What's will good? You, will you check your phone for me? Uh... I, I saw that. Yes, I saw what you said. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All yes. right, great. Um, let's. Uh, all right, y'all. I think everything is good here. So maybe we head towards uh, the train station. Yeah. yeah. Cool. The you guys. Conductory. You guys take off and head to the train station, and as you do, you see small contingent of fairies breaks off from the swarm to come after you. Now, of course, Ooh, turns out like, a pickup huh? truck. It's a bit faster than fairies, but I got wheels, they got <laughs> wings. Guess which one wins? Mm-hmm. But we got the same number of each. Like, so like it's it's close. But <laughs> I would like to unsheath my bread. <laughs> you can do so. You can see videos out on the internet if you look in the weirdest places. <laughs> don't want to know what that means. Wait, um, whoa, 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 whoa. You go- not in Westburg. Not in Westburg. Westburg doesn't have internet access. That they would be the perfection. <laughs> there is one mm-hmm. cell phone in the entirety of Westburg, and Dr. Powers oh. has it. Oh, dang. <laughs> Who invented it? Why'd they only make one? No one knows. Mm. You guys pull up to the Questions train station. later. If mm. you would roll the nine in the, in the um, JP... RP, whatever his name was, in his study, you would have found the little note that says, make sure the doctor has a phone for these reasons. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> okay. But so, we'll never okay. know that so he's secretly up. the Kung Fu master to save <laughs> us all. You come upon the train station. Whoa. This is normally, mm-hmm. you think, a quite beautiful and serene location. It is a large rectangular building with st- tall pillars. And it says... Westburg train with a big clock at the front. And out from either side stretches the tracks. Behind it is forest. No, I'm like beside the train. <laughs> As you guys, <laughs> you guys hop out of the pickup, just in time to see mm-hmm. that swarm of fairies coming closer. And you guys open the mm-hmm. door and rush into the train station. Mm-hmm. All aboard. Wait, Forest. Not to the train yet? The stage, just in, just, just in the station. Ignore. I didn't say that. Edit it out. I didn't say it yet. Forest. <laughs> Forest. Yeah. There's a lot of hustle and bustle and loud and crazy outside. Tensions were high. I mean, you guys were being chased by a military regiment of tiny winged folk that you didn't think were real. You might have figured. It's like evil birds. Like evil birds. But <laughs> what? And you can look around you and you see your friends still worried and a little bit freaked. But the moment you step into this train station, you feel at peace. You've been feeling off since you stepped out of the circle, since Westberg's perfection broke. Right now, you feel more at peace and perfect than you ever did before. The rest of you hear a rapid succession ah! of tiny thuds as if these oh, suddenly a bunch of tiny forms just slammed full force into the door. Oh, I'm going to go and put my back up against it and try and make sure it stays closed. All right. Do you, does anyone assist you? I don't yeah, know. I'm a big <laughs> I, I asked that too. weird. Okay. 
Um, anyone that wants to assist can roll me a check. Oh no, I, I need a oh, roll. God. I've suddenly developed Don't a mason force. Force, maybe, force, maybe you sit this one out. <laughs> well, actually, no, I did roll a five on this somehow. Oh, okay. I thought I had a terminal I case a of mason dice, but I have recovered temporarily. <laughs> case of mason. Oh, <laughs> all right. Got him. Okay. okay. Got him. I got you right in the D twenty there, didn't I? All right. So yeah, with with <laughs> that series series of positive rolls, you can feel them impacting, but you're holding that door closed. Mm. You hope they don't realize that this building is open on the sides. But you look in front of you, <laughs> and you see the train of Westberg. It's got, in front, an old, old, but beautiful steam engine. You can tell this engine has been well-maintained. I mean, it's got to be at least 200 years old, but it's almost spotless. Well, I said almost spotless. There's approximately 20 years worth of dust on it. And on the rest of the series of carts, seven of them lined up behind. Well, that is one oh, okay. dusty train. Yeah, I think Forrest, if you want to head up there, and if somebody wants to go with them, I think it only takes two of us to maybe hold the door. I don't know. Wait, if there's sides open, why are we holding the door? Because <laughs> well, the fairies up. ain't realized that yet. <laughs> so don't say it too loud. They might hear you on this other. Yeah, these are the small my ones. Bad, tiny brains. Tiny body, tiny brain, right? Mm-hmm. Makes sense, makes sense. Yeah. What do you I, do? I'm just, I know I'm Peter naturally at peace here mm-hmm. at a level I ain't never felt in like since ever, but I, I do still have some concern that if I start this locomotive up going, we'll be perfect again. You know? And I don't think perfect's perfect. If that, I mean, I know grammatically it don't make no sense because perfect, like, definitionally is perfect. But you know what I'm saying? We 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 get we get it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like do y'all do y'all think it's a good idea? I mean it's good in the I short mean, term. I'm open effect. to other solutions. Yeah, but I also right now the other solution seems like getting eaten by fairies, by yeah, fairies. No. Yeah. So either perfection or death. Yeah, no, when it comes down to that, I, I guess perfection does sound a bit better than death, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, you know. Cool. Hmm. I, I guess, I mean, I've been wanting to say this since I was teeny tiny, but um, mm-hmm. all aboard, I guess. <laughs> I, I need to work oh, on the delivery, don't yeah. I? It's got to be like louder. No, I, honestly, it was perfect. I think it sounded great, Forrest. You guys load the train. Uh, so, mm-hmm. Yeah. Were someone going to say something? I'm going to wait until the last minute. Uh, I'm going to try to keep all well, the hold up, no, like, the I, I get a plus like, three on that one, one, but I don't think you do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So, yeah, do you yeah. guys load the train? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. You mm-hmm. all? I am armed with more rolls to throw in case uh, <laughs> they break through. Oh, Everybody's that. standing with a baguette and then just Stuart with a thing of ro- uh, rolls. All of us, like, like he has the, the serious <laughs> army it's face. It's like that montage. episode of SpongeBob where they're having the snowball fight. And it's just like SpongeBob having just like mountains and mountains of <laughs> snow, but it's uh, Stuart with mountains and mountains of bread. Just lovely launch it. Of course, he's got like those really big buns from Schlotsky's as a shield, and like, yep. <laughs> you okay? You load the train, Forrest. You do every step that you knew that you would get to do one day. You start the engine, load it up with coal. You reach forward, pull down the little chain that blows that whistle, and it begins to chug as it drives out of the station. We now go forward in time. One year. Westburn. What? Oh. The town is back perfect in full swing. Yo, we did it. We see Kiara Powers and her husband, Dr. Matthew Powers, the town's therapist, sat on their front porch, drinking lemonade, laughing about something. We see Damien Wade, the town's locksmith, as he takes Trixie for a walk, side by side with Jessica Peterson, who just moved to Westburg in August. Stuart Jolly, 
walks hand in hand with his son, little Robert Jolly, coming home from a day at school. After a little while, Matthew, Stuart, and Damien wake to their, make their way to the train station. They don't have long to wait before the train pulls out into the station, and off it steps Forrest Woodman, the town's conductor. Please call me train conductor, man. Completing no, another I'm, trip I'm around the it's town. Still Forrest. I'm, I'm still Forrest. <laughs> Good to see you, buddy. Forrest, you step out and you see your friends. Hey there, guys. Hey, Tranger. Y'all doing good? <laughs> How are you? Same old, same old, you know. Man, I feel like a year's gone by in like no time at all. You know? Time does move fast, doesn't it? Yeah, it's crazy, mm-hmm. isn't it? Just, I mean, look at my boy. He's getting so big. I know. Oh, he's so taller tall. than anything. I'm like a bean sprout. I'm... And he pauses and he looks at his fingers and he counts and he holds up eight fingers. And he goes, this many. Dang, that's a lot. I mean, darn, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you guys That's ste- the third time someone's sworn in Westbrook <laughs> I know <laughs> You guys step out of the train station To go and failing again Have an afternoon yeah, know, right? together mm-hmm. Stuart As you leave the train station mm-hmm. You look to the forest And you see a bewildered woman Stepping from the trees there before you stands, about eight years older than you remember, Cynthia Jolly. Whoa. Oh. Mm. Uh, I think I, I'm still holding my boy's hand, um, and I feel like I just kind of like was carrying a book in the other, uh, and I drop the book. Is it the? Is it the? Scots Tales by Dude Guy. <laughs> the English and Scottish no, popular ballads by Francis James Child. Yeah, Scots Tales by Dude Guy. <laughs> yes, perfect. She uh carry on. No, no, that's I I am Stuart is speechless. She mm. looks round, locks eyes, sees you, and runs to you. Oh, and that I is to meet her. And that is where we end Westberg. We end just before we see that no. when she gets to the. Um, no. We end. No. We end on a frame. <laughs> Cliffhangers, my guy. He didn't even let you hug yeah. her. We end Damn. on a frame. Oh, my. Of the goodness. Jolly family, Jolly family reunited. Stuart being Jolly, if you will, holding Cynthia Jolly, as Doctor Matthew Powers, his wife Kiara Powers, Damien Wade. And Forrest Woodman, stand and watch. Thank you so much for joining us for our journey through the town of Westburg. We hope you've enjoyed. We had a lot of fun making it. I want to especially thank our guests for this season, Gavin Slater and Zach Stenzel from the Foes and Fables podcast from, for uh, coming and joining us. We hope you have a wonderful time And we're going to take a short break and keep your eyes on our social media at DDWAI podcast to find out when Skywaves makes its return. See you around. Well, hello there. Forrest Woodman here. I just want to thank you for going ahead and listening to that episode. Had a lot of fun there. Uh, And if you liked what you heard, go ahead and subscribe to us on social media at DDWAI Podcast. That's right, DDWAI Podcast. And I hear you can leave reviews on the interwebs, so if you want to go ahead and put a five-star one down, thank you very much.